Hello, my lovelies. Welcome to another episode of Rambling with Salty Vixen. Today's topic is all about Meghan Markle. Um, if you haven't listened to her podcast, I do recommend it because I said in my previous podcast about her is that she has a lovely platform. I think it's worth listening to, but I think if she takes the diva out of it, takes the celebrities out of it, and actually talks to people like you and I, I personally would find her a bit more interesting. But again, that's my prerogative. In today's episode, well, recent episode, which was yesterday, she had the most beautiful singer in the world, Mariah Carey, on her segment. And they were, you know, they did talk about race, which I think is is very important to, to talk about. And as you know, race can come in, well, being racist can come in many forms. I'll be honest. It's not, oh, black versus white or white versus black. Anybody can be racist. But to say that all American or all British or et cetera, all racist is a very horrible statement to say. Individual people can be racist. The other day, I was at a sports game. And this uh, white man was married to a beautiful African-American woman. They had a beautiful mixed family. I mean, they were gorgeous. And the white man looked over my direction and said very loudly, all white people are racist. Like to get a reaction. And I just thought, I, mean, I didn't even look back. I thought, well, how can you just randomly say that? That's not a true statement. I'm so sick of the race card being used. And, you know, and I'm not even white, I'll be honest, I'm not white. I am mixed race. But to say that, it's just wrong. Don't make assumptions about people. Okay, so with that said, as you know, her Meghan Markle's father is Caucasian and her mother is African-American. And she had Mariah Carey on her, her, her podcast. And Markle starts with, Oh my gosh, someone who looks just like me. She's mixed like me. Adding that she was a fangirl of the star. She continued to say, Because we're light-skinned. You are not treated as a black woman. You're not treated as a white woman. You sort of fit in between. And if there's any time where there is, was more focus on my race, was when I started dating my husband, who was Pantari, then I started to understand what it was like to be treated like a black woman. Because up until then, I was treated as a mixed woman and things really shifted. I want to stop that statement Markle has said right there in defense of the British royal family, in defense of Harry's friends, in defense actually of the media, because I don't believe the media said anything racist. I really don't think so. For, I mean, unless you can prove me wrong. But the British royal family are not racist. And, I mean, and I'm not saying it putting something out of my arse. I know for a fact. William is a lovely man. He's very kind and very good person, very well-mannered. Charles, very well, the Queen, all lovely people. I got to know them over the years when I lived in the UK because Apollo. None of Harry's friends treated Meghan any differently. None of them did. And I'm going to be frank, they did not. And now you're talking, now you're bringing up the whole thing. Well, what about Nobles' interview when when uh, Meghan and Harry talked about the someone in the royal family talking about the baby being mixed? I think I kind of figured out who it possibly could be. I'm not going to say, but you all can kind of guess. Because the British have 
a very dry sense of humor. They're going to be dry in their statements. And they probably thought, honestly, because Megan is a very exotic woman. She's beautiful. She's mixed. And so the person probably had wondered, well, what's a baby going to look like? Ginger hair or dark hair? It was not, it probably came across as, it was probably a joke in that person. But to an American person, and especially if you're mixed, it's not a joke. And I, I think the person did come off as wrong as saying it, but they did not intend to be coming off wrong. Just because I think I know who it is, because I understood that person's jokes years ago who made a very colorful joke about Americans that I did not take very lightly, but I laughed it off, okay? With that said, if you heard my last segment, none of William or Harry's friends are ever going to speak publicly about Megan or Harry. I got to know, I never met, I never met Megan, I'll be honest, I've never met her. But Harry, I knew very well because I hung out in the same circles at the time. And I'm not going to either say anything either about Harry because people who know Harry and William, whether you're friends or acquaintances or, you know, you just met them for a moment, you don't go on the, the media or press and talk about them and, and reveal private things because these are our memories. These are stuff. But I will always defend their friends and I always will defend the royal family. I will 100% defend them because the media, as you know, are paid to say what they say. The media is paid to say what you think, what you feel, what you eat, what to say. You're not allowed to have your own opinion. That's what the media is paid to do. And if you notice, paper A may say this and paper B might say this. Who's paying them to say that? What's the truth? So just remember that when you read the media, I mean the papers and listen to the news. May always form your own opinion on that. Now, this is Megan's, of course, this is her version and maybe things that come off the way she said, and I'm not going to disagree with her on that. But I think for her to say these things, I think it's a little too much. Again, like I said, I think I know approximately who said it because I had been on the end of that person's jokes that did come off a little wrong. And I think they really did not understand that it was a little insensitive. So let's go back to Mariah Carey. So Mariah Carey said the most powerful quote. I love it. She said, but it's an interesting thing. It makes woman because I always thought it should be okay to say I am mixed. Like it should be okay to say that. But people want you to choose, and that is true. 100,000% with Mary Carey. I wish I could give her a big hug for saying that. It was lovely to say. Because I am mixed. If you looked at me right now, you probably would say, you're not mixed, you look white. But I am mixed. You see, I'm what you call a Melungian. And those who do not know what Melungians are, well, we are tri-racial, which means we are mixed. You could be... African-American, Caucasian, Native American. You could be that mixed. You could be Asian and all those mixed. I am what you call Caucasian, Ashikanzi, and five Native American tribes all embedded in my DNA. And these are facts. My family was raised in Appalachia. We've been living in Appalachian culture since 17... 86 to be exact before before one of the states became a state okay so my family left the Appalachia I would say in the 1940s so they all have accents my great grandmother had a very beautiful Scottish accent because that family came from five Scotland in the early 1700s and because the cultures all lived close together 
still the, the the accent still stayed. So when I went to Scotland for the first time, it was in Fife. I go, you have the same accent as my family. Now I don't have a Scottish accent, not at all, not at all, no. But she really did. I remember some beautiful words. She would say, "All right, if we get some scones." I can't, I can't repeat that how she said, it, but she it was very lovely. She would say, "Okay, we're, we're going to wash that. That's party, and that's very, very." Scott-Irish type of accent because that's all the Appalachian culture was. So yes, I know what it's like to be mixed. As a child in the state I grew up in, my family told me to not talk about my mixed race, which is the Native American side. Because when they were growing up, Melangian was actually a very bad word to say. And if you look it up, they were um, they were the worst, uh, treated the worst of all races, to be honest, in Appalachian culture. And you were not allowed to say you had Native American in you. Even today, if you go on TikTok and you see Modern Warrior, if you saw that whole segment, he talked about, you know, the mixing, and it was very wrong what he had said. Um, you know, people have asked him, do you know what a Melungeon is? Well, when he questioned about other cultures, he blocks you. It's crazy. Like, he's not open to learn about other cultures. Another segment on that rambling. So... Anyway, I was never allowed to say that. So when I talk about mix, I have friends go, you're not mixed, you're, you're Caucasian. I said, you don't know, because I was never allowed to say that. When I show them pictures of my family, of my Appalachian culture, they look at me like, oh my God, you can see that they're mixed. So see, it's because I have, I favor my Flemish side more, but my children look more Melungian. They look more Native American certain aspects of me because I dye my hair. Now, why did I dye my hair? So I could fit into to society more because I am mixed. I hate the way I looked growing up because I didn't fit in. I don't silly say that, you know, when you're a teenager, you always feel that way, but that's a reality. I did not. I had features on my, my face I did not like because it was different from others. I was very critical of myself for years. Now in my 40s, I don't care. I'm very proud of who I look what I look like, I'm very proud of who I am, I'm proud of where I come from. So in fairness, in Meghan Markle's defense, I understand where she's coming from. So now you got Don Lemon chiming in because he's a talking head of CNN. I, no, I do love Lemon, don't get me wrong, I do love Don Lemon. What I did not like is, you know, he's a good man, I'll be honest, he's very intelligent. But he's also very racist, and I'm, I'm not trying to be mean about it, but he really is. He doesn't, he only sees black and white. He doesn't see the in-between. And, and he's, it's certain things he has said, okay, that that has bothered me over the years. But I have the deepest respect. He has discredited our American history because he went by things he had learned. He didn't look it up, but he went by what he learned because school only teaches you small things. You know, they only teach you need to know basis. So that's why we argue all the bloody time. So... Anyway, on CNN, uh, New Day co-anchor Brianna Keeler, forgive me if I said her name wrong, she asked Don Lemon to weigh in on Meghan Markle's comments with, uh, you know, Mariah Carey, acknowledging that the issue of colorism is something that he has spoken about in length in the past, which is absolutely correct. Don Lemon has, and I commend him for it. He's, um, he said, um, in some ways, she's saying that she had privilege. Therefore, it didn't apply to her because it never happened to her, right? She was a mixed woman. People didn't really know how to react to her. They didn't know if she was black or white. 
but she didn't get the full black treatment because people weren't sure that she was, you know, black. I think most African-Americans probably look at her and say, oh, I know that's a black woman. But I think the larger culture may not have realized that, he noted. But she's coming from a place of privilege where she did not have to deal with racism until she married a white man. Dal Lemon, I'm going to stop you on that. Well, after the next sentence, he then continued to say, and she's got all this criticism and all this attention. And then she suddenly understood or understands what it's like to be part of a group of people, especially women in this country or in Europe, who are discriminated against. So I think it was eye-opening for her. It's certainly real. I'm going to stop down that minute. And what he had said was... Um, she, you know, coming from a place of privilege where she did not have to deal with racism until she married a white man. Talking about Prince Harry. Don Lemon, who I know will never listen to my segment, and it's fine. You're going by what the media has said, what Markle said in her version. You make assumption that the royal family is racist or William and Harry's friends are racist. I always say that they're not. They never said anything racist to her. They were cautious of Harry, just like anyone. You're cautious. You're marrying someone in the family, bringing them in. You want to make sure they're not stealing the, the money, you know, not in it for the money, not gold diggers. That's a huge thing because Harry has a lot of money. You want to make sure they're genuine and that they really, truly love Harry. Again, not in it for the title or the fame and fortune. That's all they cared about. They did not give a, a rip about what her race was. They may have asked because she looks exalted, exotic, but that's not a racist thing. That's a very good question. So I don't believe that she experienced racism amongst the royal family or Harry and William's friends. In fact, I know she didn't. And I will always defend their friends. I always will defend the royal family on this. And if you heard my segment, what I said earlier in my segment, that's possible that... One of them did say something a little bit, an off-color joke, an off-color meaning dry humor that did take, that she did take the wrong way. I will agree with Margot on that because that person, I know who she's talking about. I think I know because I've been in that situation. I understand because it is insensitive and that person I'm sure has apologized since then because they probably did not realize that it was coming across rude because they have friends of all mixed races. So they joke. They don't really say, you're black, you're white, you're Asian, you're Melange. They don't go that way. They look at, we're human like you and I. And also, and furthermore, they love the African culture. Very much so. And the African culture has never once called them racist. Never once when they come visit. Or when they have them, when, when they invite some of the African royals from the tribes, or diplomats over to England, they have never been treated horribly. So to say, Don Lemon, that you're going by what Meghan Markle had said or what she has said to the media, that is a bit of fuzzy area to talk because this is Meghan's truth, Meghan's version, and she's going based off of the dry sense of humor and, and conversations that many of the British people have. Not all do. But the British royal family are extremely cultured. Had they said racist things in the past? Yes, because that was the 1800s, early 1900s. Choice of words were different back then. Look at books we read. 
but you can say that for a lot of things. I mean, I was reading recently about Anne Frank that people were talking about. Someone actually had the audacity to say that ballpoint ink pens were not invented till after the、uh, World War Two. Like what? It was bizarre that she didn't actually write the story. We're discrediting the Holocaust. A lot of people keep doing this every single year. It's disgusting. Or my favorite, that many people are saying, like I said earlier, saying all white people are racist, which is furthest from the truth, because at the end of the day, it's the individual person. It's how they were raised. I was not raised that way. I was raised to love others and to be kind to others. So I wanted to really talk about that. Anyway, so you know, as all that man continues.、Um, You know, he, he continues to talk about. He says it's interesting that Meghan Markle said that Mariah Carey had shared a similar experience, stating that he remembered when the singer broke on the scene in the '90s, and people didn't know what to do with her either. And I'll be honest, yes, I agree. I remember. I actually thought Mariah Carey was Hispanic. I really did, 100% Hispanic. And he said,、um, did they market Mariah Carey as a black woman? Did they market her as a mixed woman? Do they, or as a white woman, they didn't really know how to do it, and that is correct, though I will agree. So,、um, anyway, Don Lemon says, so I think it's an eye-opening podcast, and I commend Meghan Markle for going there, even though it is a bit shocking that at thirty-some years of age, she is just understanding what's like to be a black woman in America. That's a bit surprising to me, and that's why I will agree with Lemon on that. Now I know some of you out there listening to this podcast is going, "Oh my gosh, she said some racial things." I did not. I am the most kind, loving person you will ever meet. I've always said I am a mixed race person. Have I experienced privilege? Probably. I mean, who has it nowadays? Do I mark myself as a white woman? Yes, I have, because there is no marking on when you're filling out forms for Melanians. You can't really say that. You know, it is an actual thing. Would I tell my children that they're mixed? Absolutely, I have. I tell them be proud of who you are. I mentioned I knew William and Harry. I mentioned the the、uh, virtual family and acquaintances and friends that we have similar. Did I ever tell them they that I'm mixed? Um, yes and no. Um, in the beginning when I first went over there, I did not. Because race was never an issue. They never brought it up.、Uh, one of Harry's charity events. We were talking about society. It was a very, very in-depth conversation. Harry wasn't there. I mean, he was giving a speech after the speech, and I was sitting with people from Lesotho. Oh, such a lovely culture, beautiful language, the Basotho language, which, by the way, I know a few phrases. And we were talking about, you know, race. They were asking me questions, you know, about the charity, why I got involved, and my passions, which, And I told them that I am a Melangian. Have you heard the word Melangian? They said, No, we haven't. Most people have not. So I explained what that was, and they were like, Oh my gosh, I want to learn more. Why don't you speak more about that? Tell Harry about that. He'd be interested. I said, Well, that's the problem. I would tell Harry at that point in time because Harry and I knew each other through polo in the early 2000s. My 2010 to 14 era. In order to talk to him, you had to get through his minders. And you couldn't at that time. I did tell the minders. I did tell the charity. Yes, I am mixed. They didn't care. I said, I'm donating all this money for a charity I thousand percent believe in, 
as a mixed woman, a Melungeon. I thought it'd be good for the PR anyway, but again, in their PR sense, I don't want fame. I don't care, but I let them know. Why, why not? I tell my children, and as I want to tell you, always be proud of who you are and where you come from and talk about it. But don't be like that person at the stadium, loudly, randomly stating all white people are racist. I don't need to hear that because you just basically outed yourself. That's what I'm thinking. Because not everybody is racist. Have do people say remarks that appear racist? Absolutely. Oh my gosh, it's on the television all the time. But are people 100% racist? No, it all comes from individually. It comes from how you're raised as a person. And my family raised me to love each other, to learn about cultures. I will leave the final note of this. When I lived in the UK at a polo event, I got to meet Prince Rashid, very lovely man. He's a Jordanian prince, very good looking. And in our conversations, you know, we were in our 20s then, I said to him, you know, I read the Quran. He's like, oh, really? Most people don't read that apart from the, you know, the Arab culture, the Muslim culture. And I said, well, I wanted to know. I want to be culture. I want to learn. So it was a very enlightening conversation. He, the fact he said that, I have been told it's actually wrong for a non-Muslim people to read the Quran. But why? Because culture it's, has said that. But I don't think it's wrong. I think it's good to educate yourself because if you don't educate yourself, that's where you show what kind of person you are. If you don't learn about other cultures, other languages, assuming everyone speaks English, you will be stereotyped as someone who is racist. And it's not the color of skin, it's also culture. It's also language barrier. And I will leave you with that notation. So, I do love Meghan Markle's uh, platform. I said, you know, I it's not my thing in the beginning. I'm warming up to her idea, but I just wish she would stop discrediting William and Harry's, uh, you know, friends and family members because it's hurtful to them and it makes them look bad. And if something did happen, keep it private. It's like going on Facebook and say, oh my God, my best friend's ex-wife had a, an affair for 15, 20 years. I want the world to know because we're all friends and we all should know that publicly. Like, it makes you look stupid. Don't, don't. I don't mean stupid. I mean, it makes you look silly. It's a good word. Just don't. Keep it private. Keep it in the privacy, you know? And also, Harry, if you hear this, which you're not, please talk to your brother. Mend the rift, if there is one. Of course, the media says one thing. I don't believe in the media. But you know, your brother looks out for you. He loves you dearly. He is a good man. And I always will say kind, loving things for him because your brother protected me way back in early 2003 on a situation. That's what a good person he is. And I'll leave you with that. Again, it's been a long time. I don't talk to any of them anymore. So keep on, keep on with your, um, your podcast, Megan. I cannot wait for the next one because this was eye-opening. Like I said, your truth, your words is very powerful. Have a lovely day, my lovelies. Goodbye.